Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Cam Stewart with your Fantasy Sports Update. Lots of baseball action today. we got some afternoon ball on the go. The Pirates still up on St. Louis 4-3. to three. We're in the bottom of seven. Runner on second right now. The Pirates getting out of a huge bases loaded jam in the seventh. The game closed at Pittsburgh minus 130. Seven and a half was your total. At 4-10, we got action in a few minutes. Cleveland hosting the White Sox. Indians minus 160, seven and a half. Nova versus Clevenger. 635 start for Detroit at the New York Yankees. The Yankees are laying 225. Nine is your over-under. 640, Milwaukee. They're minus 120 at Cincinnati, total 8.5, Davis versus Rourke. And the Brewers star and MVP, Christian Yelich, has homered in four straight games to open up the season, becoming only the sixth player in MLB history to do so. No player in the history of baseball has hit a home run in five straight games to open a season. We'll see if Yelich can do it against the Reds. Great numbers against them. Lots of action uh, just after 7 o'clock tonight. Baltimore at Toronto. Jays, minus 185, total 9, Hess Express versus Reed Foley. Colorado at Tampa Bay, Rays minus 165, eight and a half, Bettis versus Stanek. Uh, Cubs and Atlanta, Braves minus 115, eight and a half is your over-under, Hendricks versus Newcomb, Mets, they're laying minus 40 uh, tonight, they get uh, versus Florida, Mets, uh, Mats versus Smith, Houston minus 180 at Texas, nine and a half, Peacock taking on Smiley, four more just after 10 o'clock tonight, Boston minus 135 at Oakland, Price versus Brooks, San Fran at the Dodgers, Dodgers big favorites, 227 and a half, at Pomeranz and Urias and Angels minus 115 at Seattle over under nine Stratton versus King Felix Arizona at San Diego the Padres are minus 165 seven and a half Kelly versus Strom the New York Yankees have placed outfielder Giancarlo Stanton on the 10-day injured list with a left bicep strain in a corresponding move they've called up Clint Fraser from AAA Wilkes-Barre Scranton Stanton has seven walks and two hits and 15 plate appearances this season so Stanton now joins Aaron Hicks Jacoby Ellsbury Didi Gregorius Dylan Batances and Luis Severino all on the injured list for the pinstripes. Nine games in the NBA tonight. Detroit taking on Indiana Pacers, five and a half in that game. The total is 204. Miami at Boston, six and a half, 212. Milwaukee laying one at Brooklyn, over under 228 and a half. Chicago taking on the New York Knicks, Knicks three and a half, 214 and a half. Orlando at Toronto to take on the Raptors, Raptors minus seven, 215 and a half. Portland, they're laying three and a half at Minnesota, 226. Philadelphia, five and a half point favorites at Dallas, 218 is your total there. Charlotte at Utah, Jazz big favorites, they're minus 11 and a half, 219 and a half. And Cleveland takes on Phoenix, the Sun small faves, minus two, 224 and a half. The woman who accused former Nick Kristaps Porzingis of sexual assault initially asked the Knicks legal department to privately mediate a financial settlement, this according to ESPN. The 29-year-old woman says she and Porzingis signed an agreement promising her a check for $68,000. The agreement obtained by ESPN spells Chris Tapp's name wrong, calling it Chris Tapp, not Chris Tapps, and she forgot the S there. Porzingis' lawyer also said that his client didn't sign an agreement and the document is a forgery. Also, the complainant will not turn over the document for handwriting analysis test. ESPN also has corresponding emails between the complainant and Porzingis that she wanted to continue a relationship with him after the alleged assault. So lots of weird stuff going on here. LeBron James will not be playing for Team USA at basketball's FIBA World Cup this summer. He could return to Team USA for the Summer Olympics in 2020. 7 p.m. tip, we got CIT basketball hoops to Paul taking on South Florida. The Bulls, minus two, 151. 
eight games in the National Hockey League tonight. So, wow, we got sports all over the board tonight. Washington minus 125 at Florida, six and a half. Rangers and Devils, local battle here. The Devils minus 115, five and a half. Part two, it's Johnny Tavares, return to Long Island tonight. Leafs and Islanders, Toronto minus 15, six. Tampa Bay, big favorites, 290 at Ottawa, six and a half. Colorado at the St. Louis Blues. Blues minus 175 and a half. Winnipeg and Chicago battle in Winnipeg. The total, the over under is now six and a half and Winnipeg is laying 115. Edmonton at Vegas. Golden Knights minus 255, six and a half. Late action Calgary minus 20 against the Kings. Big line movement in this game. Opened up at 50 cents down to 20. Total six. And on the pitch, EPL soccer action. Arsenal leading Newcastle United 1-0 at halftime. Hey, everybody, I'm Cam Stewart. Stick around. Gabe Morenci hosts Red Heat and Rage. We got guests, DFS, betting picks, and a whole lot more. So stick around, everybody. We're going to have some laughs and have a great show today. Gabe Morenci and Cam Stewart coming up next. It's Red Heat and Rage Radio. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, let's roll. Game time decisions. The rest of the radio has got to be done. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, iHeart. Uh, now throwing it down on uh, YouTube uh, as well. I'm Gabriel Morenci. Throwing it down. The raging redhead, Cam Stewart, uh, getting us uh, caught up to date. We've got baseball uh, going on uh, right now. We've got the NBA basketball. We've got college basketball. Um, I don't know if it's the, uh, the CBI or the insider, whatever the hell it is. It's the one in which they play the three-game series, and it's DePaul in South Florida. Uh, so uh, we'll take a look at that. Uh, John Tavares uh, returns uh, to, to Long Island uh, once again, and not as quite uh, as much as uh, Vitteral as uh, there was uh, the first time around. The Raging Redhead Cam Stowe. What's up, Cam? What's happening, Marenzi? I uh, hope everybody had a good weekend. We're back at it. Gabe, uh, I, I actually, you'd be impressed. I finished 13th in my PGA contest. Out of uh, uh, 1,796, I should uh, email you the thing on DraftKings. But when you look what I got paid, I picked the wrong contest. Eight times my money. Welcome to $8 in the $1 contest. (laughs) That's brutal. (laughs) So, yeah, you you finished your 13th place. I had every single guy inside the top 20. Eight bucks. Uh, I was hoping to like, hear. I was hoping <laughs> to hear like hundred and eighteen dollars or something. Uh, no, I got good news though. I do. I, me and Billy the Doorman are alive in the pool with Texas Tech and everything. So uh, if Texas Tech wins the tournament, Gabe, I think we get uh, five grand, and uh, we're Ooh. alive in the big one. We sit in fifth out of uh, three hundred teams, and uh, only one guy has Auburn. We have Texas Tech and uh, Virginia. So it's going to be very interesting down the line. I think we've guaranteed ourselves like eighteen hundred, but. Well, there's still lots of work to be done. Uh, we got three out of the final four teams left. The only one we don't have is Auburn. Who does? One guy That's in our a, pool. Great picks. Uh, great picks to have uh, Texas Tech uh, going this far. We talked about it. Michigan and Texas Tech, I thought, were both good uh, futures because they were playing each other, and one of them was going to be catapulted to one win away uh, from the final four. I've doubted Texas Tech in a pass. I don't think they're going to beat Michigan State. I'm worried, too. The problem is, Gabe, Billy the doorman did all the work and holds the money. And he's an all-or-nothing guy. Like he doesn't like to win 500 bucks or a thousand bucks. He wants the 10 grand. And I said, listen, Billy, like I made the picks for the tournament. Like I want to hedge. I want to put like 
if we're going to win three grand, I want 1500 on Michigan State. You don't do all this work for nothing. I'm not a greedy man, Morency. I'm going to Vegas next week. I just need some nuts. I'm like a squirrel. I just want more. You know what I'm saying? This guy wants the whole kit and caboodle. I just want a few, uh, just a little bit, so I can have a, a better trip and uh, not have to hit the McDonald's every day. You know what I'm saying? Well, you should be able to. Uh, you can lay down on Michigan State on your own uh, yeah, a little bit. And if they lose, then hey, you're going. You're going to the championship game, and then, and then you really can pull the trigger uh, on on a hedge. Listen, I'm, I'm not Texas Tech have as good of a chance as anybody. I just think that Michigan State's gonna, gonna get a win when it's all said and done uh, this year. Michigan State are the only team left uh, that met Mark Lawrence's uh, Elite Eight requirements, and uh, it's yeah. won 17 in the last 18 years. Michigan State at every element. I think it's going to be Michigan State and Virginia uh, next Monday night. Uh, but I thought a lot of things over the last couple of weeks that didn't happen. <laughs> it happens. Eight We're not clairvoyant. <laughs> Red Heat Parade Radio. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. All right, let's roll. Game time decisions, Red Heat Rage, our radio, Fantasy Sports, our radio network. Uh, now on YouTube as well, I have Gable Morenzi. Mike Blewett uh, will join us in a, in a couple of moments. We've got baseball actually starting uh, right now. And, uh, Cam, I know you're a fan of the Chicago White Sox. I was actually thinking about, uh, you know, you've got to take a leap of faith and uh, bet underdogs in baseball. And we'll start with the market watch uh, today. Just uh, we'll do it every Monday. Uh, early, early start for a couple of teams uh, that have been racking up the uh, the units. But uh, Cleveland Indians, we always talk about you. You make money if you bet against the Cleveland Indians on a daily basis. It takes balls because they're a good team, but they're they're too heavily favored all the time. So you yep. could blindly uh, just make money uh, betting against them. You got White Sox and Indians just going off the board right now. Yeah, we had a piece of the White Sox yesterday with Giolito. I think he's a guy that suffered earlier, but there's a reason why he was a good prospect, Gabe, and he's, he's starting to guy. show it. Yeah, I love Giolito. Everyone gives him a hard time. Well, he pitched pretty damn good against Kansas City, so get off his back. And today we are going to take the Chicago White Sox, Gabe. You're reading my mail already. I'm on them. I think uh, Clevenger's a good pitcher. You can argue that the uh, Indians up and down have the probably the best, deepest rotation. But at 45, 50 cents, I got to pull the trigger. I'm also taking a shot with uh, one team I think we're going to be a lot on. I know Milwaukee's good, but I'm with Tanner Rourke and uh, the Reds getting uh, five, five cents plus 105. Those are the afternoon plays. Two dogs. Hopefully both dogs bark and we're great. And if one of them wins, uh, slight, uh, slight plus. Go dogs. Yeah, game I'm looking at tonight, actually, in which I don't really understand the number. Nice start for Tampa Bay Rays, but they're minus 150 favorites over the visiting Colorado Rockies uh, tonight. Seems seems a little hefty at, uh, sure at minus 150. Rockies uh, plus 131 have a legitimate puncher's chance of uh, of winning that baseball game. 
Um, Seattle as well, Cam. Seattle, small uh, small favorites here tonight against uh, the Angels. And Seattle have been freaking killing it. And uh, I see they're minus 120 right now. Yeah, I was looking at that game. I just worry about King Felix. Oh, minus game. 102. My bad. Yeah, My yeah, bad. Yeah, minus yeah, 102. Yeah, yeah. It opened up. People have actually bet Stratton and the Angels in this game. Uh, I worry about the velocity with King Felix, but it is early on in the season. You bring up a good point. We didn't expect the Mariners to be scoring seven runs a game, ten. Like, they're just absolutely well, you ride the hot the hand. Yeah, you talk about riding right. the hot hand. They're the hot hand right now. you yeah, got a five-and-one baseball team at minus 102 on their home field. Yeah, they'll give up runs, but they'll score a lot of runs, too. I'm thinking about uh, maybe the over in that game because I think Seattle can hit, and I think the Angels will get to uh, Felix slightly into the home team there. Yeah, really impressed with the Mariners. That Tokyo trip, they sw- sweep Oakland. They come back, and Boston's very lucky to get a game or two from these guys. Gabe, you know, uh, they made life miserable, and what we talked about before with our story about, oh, this team, you can't do this. Say you bet the Yankees three games against Baltimore. You're already probably down a dime. All right, so I'm, yeah, I'll tell you, if you. Well, if you bet against three games, you're down. Uh, you're down six hundred dollars, to be exact. Yeah, that's on a hundred bucks. Something hardcore. <laughs> six hundred to be exact. If you took the well, the Yankees were more than three hundred favorites. There were three ninety in the first game. Yep. And there were more than three hundred favorites in every game against uh, Baltimore. If you bet the Yankees every day for a hundred bucks so far through three games, you're down five hundred and eighty dollars. Not a good and, way to start the week. You're also uh, down $395 if you bet on every Boston Red Sox uh, game. So combined, you're down $1,000 uh, between the two of them. Uh, if you're betting on Seattle every game, you're up $595. Nice. And you have, you have the Angels that are 1-3 in three, down $207. And you, you know, the Angels are favored. I don't, I don't see it. I'm not a fan. Uh, I, I don't see that. I'm going to take the, uh, the Mariners tonight. I'm riding the hot head. If you're at the roulette wheel and it keeps coming up black, you don't bet red. You keep betting black until the red goes on a streak. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's uh, that's kind of the approach that that we're taking. That that seems to be working, Marenzi. Just sticking with the dogs. It's it's working. Talking with Visine Vince, he's been on fire with baseball too. I like when we're on the same side of games. Like he gave me his card yesterday. He went uh, seven and two. Um, just little things, and he's a, he's a dog player, so it's hard to do. I, I don't mind taking small favorites, but if you're going to win, yeah, Vince is good. He's a, actually nice, baseball. Nice to see, nice to see Vince is showing discipline on a Sunday afternoon. Oh yeah, that's the thing. No, it's funny I, though. I, some I days, not, not game. Some days you'll bet one or two, then he goes wild. Like he's just well, he's an interesting like, guy. Yeah, he yeah, loves the card. Like he lo- he yeah. hey he lo- apparently he loved the card. I, I wouldn't complain. Like this guy, this guy's building accounts. So he's. Uh, doing a good job and you know we talk about the baseball games together and we stick to it small favorites dogs and all another like i'm never gonna take a team at like 300 you have to parlay them this i i don't care baseball is a different beast than other sports and hopefully we practice what we preach this year well i'm just warning people and i tell people this all the time i've talked about this on a morning show in which when it comes to baseball you got to be very careful betting on um uh betting on good teams every day if yep. you are, you almost have to put them in parlays, guys, because there's 162 games, man. It goes on for six months. You're going to go broke. The juice really will just um, – it's like a tidal wave. It'll drown you it will. Uh, eventually. Like laying 180, Baseball. 170, 200. And that, that's what happened. I've warned people. You talked about it. I've talked about it. I've warned people a million times. And I guarantee you, in the city behind me right now, there are a bunch of people that owe a book money because they're thinking there's no way in hell – 
the Yankees lose again today. Oh, they're not going to lose again. They'll, they'll win the rest of the games in the series. They did it, right? You know, man, you go one and two, you're down. You're down. And let's say people are betting 500 bucks a game or $1,000 a unit. You just lost $6,000 over the weekend betting what, on three that, Yankee games. That's what I'm saying. How's Baltimore? And, if you, and conversely, you look at Baltimore, and me and Colonel Kurtz talk about it the weekend. Their lineup looks like a, a, a minor league lineup yet. They find ways. They get it done. They won 7-5. What's their what's their market watch, Gabe? they got to be about plus 500 and something or whatever. Two of those wins are at plus 350 yeah, against the Yankees. Baltimore are plus 501. Yeah, and, that uh, they, they take on Toronto. Toronto always beats uh, Baltimore. They shouldn't be laying 80 cents, though. That's another no. game. I'm uh, If I don't have allegiance to the to the Jays, come on. Reed Foley laying 85 cents against Hess Express. Give me a break. That line should be 50. And that's the thing. We're, we're like the hockey game the other day, the Rangers. I'm like, why is Philadelphia minus 190 against the Rangers? Rangers going to kick their ass, Marenzi. Like, I'm telling you, too, like me, me and Colonel Kurtz talk about it. Hockey at the end of the year, San Jose was on a seven-game losing streak, mostly 250, minus 250 in their games. All sorts of crazy stuff's happening. Detroit last night against Boston. Win. These big plus 200 dogs, man. Big dogs with rabies are coming in hardcore. If you actually take a leap of faith and and stick to a system, you could really do well around this time of the year where the dogs bark. There's been a couple of other trends, too. We're talking about teams that are winning, and we will do the Major League Baseball market watch a little bit uh, later on. Uh, but just quickly looking at it, like the Tampa Bay Rays. Nice start for the Rays. These guys just find ways all the time. Um, they're they're three and one on the season cam, but they're four and zero to the under. So the Rays are four and zero to the under. The Blue Jays are four and zero to the under. The Red Sox are four and zero to the over. Over. Yep. Red Sox are four and zero to the over. The Detroit Tigers are four and zero to the under. Uh, Seattle are five and one to the over. Oakland are five and one to the under. Houston are four and zero to the under. The Angels are four and zero to the under. That's quite a lot of, that's pretty big discrepancies. Like, it's a big dichotomy. Like, a lot of times, like, you look in the NBA, it's not like that. It'll be like, uh, team 2-2-1, two, two, back and forth. But uh, I know it's early right now. We have Dodgers 4-0 to the over. San Diego 4-0 to the under. Arizona 4-0 to the over. San Francisco 4-0 uh, to the under all, all games uh, against the Dodgers. Um, San Diego off to a nice start, 3-1. Uh, Beautiful one. start. Beautiful uh, start. Right now. San Diego, hey, they they got they bring up Tatis. You got Machado, young pitchers. Good and, pitching. Uh, uh, yep, they have great pitching, Gabe. And I think they're, uh, you know, a couple, maybe one or two years away from being a really good team. And what I liked about what San Diego did is they brought up their prospects. They're not waiting around. They're saying the time is now. Get major league experience, guys. We'll figure it out. Sure, there's going to be ups and downs. Baseball's a hell of a grind, man. It's a lot of work. You talked about it when you did the Expos game. Night after night after night after night. These kids are going to be on fire. They're going to go through stretches where they're like, oh, my God, I can't hit the ball. I can't see it anymore. This is what's going to happen in a long year. But San Diego did the right thing. Get them acclimated. Get them ready for big league play. And they're playing like a major league team now. Nice to see. All right, so speaking of uh, market watches, I was taking a look at some of WrestleMania's uh, market numbers. Uh-oh. I was just thinking, I'm like, man, the stadium holds like 84,000 people. They're, they actually are going to have 80,000 uh, people, so over 80,000 people. And I, it's sold out, but they need some space, so whatever. There's, you know, obstructed views, etc. So it's sold out. I'm thinking, man, how much money they bring in? We'll tell you on the other side. 
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. That heat rage radio. I see in the uh, in, in the YouTube chat our boy Crash Nate in Los Angeles. Yeah, thanks for dropping the S bomb on the morning show today, uh, Crash. We appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Not one, but two. Like you did first, like two. Fine, two. we can't take calls anymore. People can't have nice things. All right, uh, we're just kidding. You can you can say shit on this show, but not that show. Um, uh, it's true. <laughs> it's true. No f bombs here, though. And we don't encourage the s word either. I shouldn't say that. You can't say that. Yeah, no, you can't. I'm guilty of it, Gabe. I'm guilty of it a lot too. You know, it's just yeah, yeah. it's one of those. We things are on. We, we are. We are on iHeartRadio too. You know, we like, we are. We are. I, I gotta <laughs> be more aware. Um. Um. So, uh, Mike Blewett uh, stepping up. But I just said so that promo. We just heard that promo. And I heard Frank Stample. He said he likes the Tigers, and then he did whatever it was. Some sort of, sort of, and he said he was he's in suspense. Like what? You stealing Cam's bit now? Yeah, yeah. And he goes, no, no, I'm a fan. Effect. He goes, I'm a fan of Cam and game time decisions, so he couldn't help it. Tigers. Wow. Like, so what's, what's the Tigers sound? He's like, yeah, that's a tiger. He's mean. What's a dog like? I'm more do- like a. That's more like a like a foaming pit bull game, but uh, yeah, Tiger's got like a little like angry cat in him, right? Meow. <laughs> yeah, Tiger probably does sound more like tigers would sound like less scary than they actually are. Yeah, it's it's good, it's good true. call. It's true. Good call. All right, so let's bring uh, let's bring Mike Blewett in uh, right now. He's a Boston uh, College uh, Eagle. What's that? What do give us an eagle cap? <sighs> Uh, God. Is that more of a crow? Yanks. Yeah. Hey, eagle. come on, Yanks, settle down. All the Cavs birds are the same. It's like the eagle the Except for the cardinal. Except for the cardinal. The eagle is a hard one in particular, though. Yeah. What's an eagle? No one knows what an eagle sounds like. It's like a screech that you can't do. Trust me, I've been a fan of an eagle's team for years, and I can't do it. Is that get, getting better? Closer, Mike? Warmer? That that sounded more like uh, uh, angry. Yeah, it's more like yeah, a seagull or a swan. Yeah, yeah, seagull. It's more like a yeah. Sea, it was more like a sea, a sea-based bird. Yeah. Yeah, seahawk. I like Yank like keeping it real. No, no, that's a seagull. I know Yank. He's grading my birds. He's telling me what. what the, <laughs> love you, Yank. The, Penn State. Penn State does like the Nittany Lion. Uh, screech at the after every first down or touchdown or stuff. That is like the ultimate like Nittany Lion slash Tiger kind of. What's thing. it sound like? I can't do it. It's Cam's the expert. I'm just saying if you can, <laughs> can find that audio clip somewhere online, that's it. Uh, I don't be know. Asking, you're asking a lot of the guys in the pit right now, Mike. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a 
fair point. All right, hold on. I'm going to find it and send it to them. Too much heavy it. lifting. What? Yeah, the gonna, nit- okay. What the hell's a, like? What's the difference between a nittany lion and a lion anyway? What's a what's nittany? I think a I nit. Don't I don't know what where the nittany term comes from, but I think it's more like a mountain lion than like a yeah. A so lion why, yeah, find in the like safari. more like a lynx, a sleeker, a yeah. sleeker cat. Yeah. Head yeah. state. Head state uh, cheer. Red screech. State, yeah, nittany lion yeah. screech. I guess yeah. that would yeah, what it would that, be. That's what I would look at. Yeah. Oh no, Jerry Sandusky came up. Oh, oh no, jeez, no. I'm sorry. I, I've been on for two minutes and it's gone off the rails. Well, I really sure ship it. I couldn't. <laughs> yeah, well, that's probably something that's going to pop up. Him or Paterno. Uh, it's one, just, it's uh, one A and one B. You know, the old what Penn State do? screech. The old Penn State screech job. Ah! Uh, <laughs> all right. That's a crow. Yeah, thank you, Mike. I got if there's a team called the Crows, I got that one. Yeah, yeah, that's that's like you know what? That's like a Baltimore Raven. <laughs> that could work. I'll give him that. I, I, I'll give him that. I'll give you, you. Yeah, I'll give you credit for the Raven. <laughs> what the oh yeah, that's there's it. yeah. Wow, yeah, that's, that's good. It. I like that. Uh, it's so good. Is that the Penn State line or is that just a lion? It sounds just like that. Ah, well, he's angry. That lion sounds dangerous. Yeah, hey, yeah. let's hear him again. Yeah, he sounds pretty tough. Ah, that's a mean Good cat. job, Yankee. All right, get that's us get us the sound, Yang, of a wolverine. They're mean yeah. little son of a bitches. Yeah. Underrated strength, the wolverine. Don't mess with them. Sharp talons. They don't play games. Uh, yeah, uh, Justin you says in a wolverine in it. In the nature's battle of the Wolverine and a Badger, who you go with? Badgers are pretty tough, too. It's a tough call. I'd probably go with the Wolverine, though. That's not a good time, Cam. This is coming after you. That sounds like me in the bathroom. Man. That's just trouble. There's <laughs> 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 secret just... audio. This is secret <laughs> audio of Cam. After the Saturday night, Sunday morning oh. in a bathroom. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, That's God. a Wolverine, what baby. What I put my body. The Wolverine's snorting a lot. Sounds like the Wolverine's throwing up after he, he watched sure? Jim Harbaugh yeah. choke against Ohio State again. Exactly. Yeah. Good points. <laughs> it sounds Post like Texas you. Post-Texas Tech. All right, so, Mike, uh... John Oliver last night, who's a funny guy. Yeah. Uh, John Oliver did uh, did a deconstruction of the WWE, and okay. you know people people thought, oh boy, it's going to be ugly. But it turns out John Oliver is a very very big fan. So like people were surprised. So he was like showing highlights. He's like, how can you not like this? Like people getting hit over the head with chairs and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but then of course he went on. He went on to. Um, to dissect the early deaths and and you know the mistreatment and yeah, I think it's an interesting debate actually, in which they're independent contractors, and you know basically they were they basically blame Vince McMahon for wrestlers dying early. Yeah. That he doesn't have some sort of health and wellness program after the fact, and that he sort of washes the, his hands uh, with uh, with people after they're gone. Yet, you know, I don't know if it's so much the wrestling. It's killing people, but the drugs and the alcohol and the pills and 
like, you know, nobody, Vince isn't telling you, hey, you know what, do cocaine in your hotel room every night and uh, get a heart attack. I get it. I'm not saying Vince is an angel, but, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's like people say, you know what you're getting yourself into when you play in the National Football League. You know what you're getting yourself into yeah. when you play in the NHL. Yet I saw both arguments, both sides of it, but it was an interesting piece, and it was funny because I always go to the FanDuel Sportsbook, so I'm always passing, uh, you know, the stadium, and I'm, you know, I'm looking and I'm thinking, wow, how big it is, and WrestleMania is going to be there this Sunday, and I, you know, I was thinking about going, but depending on the ticket price, and as of right now, it's $184 for the last yeah. row. That's not Yikes. something wow. I'm going to do. Like no, I, no. I even said, listen, hundred bucks, okay, get in the building, hundred and eighty-four bucks plus service charge. That's two twenty-five. That's not a stub up even. You haven't had a oh, drink yet. Yeah. You haven't yeah, had a drink so, yet. Yeah, you're gonna, gonna walk. You're gonna walk in there. Bucks. Five, five hundred bucks to go watch, watch wrestling. Sorry, man. No, yeah, I'm, I, I like it too. The main event. No. Yeah. I wouldn't pay exactly. five hundred bucks to Ronda Rousey fight in a UFC, let alone this. <laughs> but anyway, so, mm. uh, I was just thinking about the revenue that's generated. And John Oliver actually brought it up, and it's pretty crazy. It's the fifth most valuable brand in America when it comes to revenue. And number one was the Super Bowl. Number two was the Olympics, uh, the Summer Olympics. Number three was the Winter Olympics. Number four was the World Cup. Number five is WrestleMania. Like, think about wow. that, guys. Like, all those massive entities, this is like one man. I know it's a publicly traded company and it helps his yeah. stock, but this is Vince McMahon. Not, like, just what, what, an, what an empire this guy has. I learned a lot about wrestling when, you know, remember when I used to do that, like, that wrestling show a long time ago? And, you know, you bring on wrestlers and you talk to them and stuff. And also, wrestling fans, they're a different breed. They buy T-shirts of every type of person, everything. Like, they own everything. There's not a, like yeah. some guys are just fan of a team and they're like, yeah, you know, I'll go watch the games or whatever. They make their houses like a room dedicated to their craft. Oh, I got every WrestleMania on, on this format, that format, you know, T-shirts, whatever. They, you got to hand it to them. It's the merchandising with that sport, Marancy. Like, they make a killing and they come out and they yeah. keep on changing it and mixing it up. It's a, it's a great marketing strategy. I think it's a really good point, Cam, because, uh, you know, I, all of us have been in broadcasting for a long period of time. I was, I've also worked in the sports business and other capacities. And I, I think historically you always looked at NHL fans as fans that were extremely engaged, like they have a deeper engagement than even some of the other more popular sports. But you wrestling sort of goes hand in hand with that as well. While it may not have quite as many viewers, say, in America as something like the NFL or even the NBA. Globally, it has plenty of viewers, and those fans are extremely engaged. They are paying for streaming services. They are going to get a ticket. Even though you're priced out at 225 that's what the price is, right? So we have obviously see a level of engagement in this area that allows them to fill up a stadium like that. Now, going back to your earlier point about it takes two to tango, and you have to know that there are risks involved. I think that's fair, but there are wrestlers from the 80s that are no longer with us, in the 70s and 80s and even 90s that are no longer with us that maybe didn't know every single risk and were put on a ridiculous schedule that they are often put on and expected to wrestle hurt or even injured at times. So I think that's where 
what is perceived, at least, lack of compassion on the part of Vince McMahon that has people giving him the side eye or worse. Well, you can, it's one of these deals where it's like optional practice, right? Yeah, you can, you don't have to wrestle every Monday Night Raw. You could be hurt, but you miss a couple of Monday Night Raws and Vince McMahon thinks you're soft and you're out of the loop. That's right. right? That's, that's the way it works. It's a very, it's a very sort of old school, tough guy mentality still uh, today. But really, it's almost like the NFL. I mean, these guys, no one's forcing them to do this till they're 40 or 50, right? They need to make the money and get the hell out. Quit when you're 30. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Major League Baseball season now in full swing. It's time to swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball with DailyRoto.com. Become the eighth $1 million winner or another one of the countless number of people who have won hundreds, thousands, and tens of thousands, and even hundreds of thousands of dollars using DailyRoto.com to help set your DraftKings or FanDuel lineups. If you're playing MLB DFS and it's not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter the promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. You'll get the lineup alerts, projected ownership percentages, weather updates, fantasy projections, the use of the lineup optimizers that have already produced millions in DFS winnings. That's the 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today, Gabe. Thank you very much, uh, Cam. Uh, Game time decisions. Red Heat and Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports uh, Radio Network. We'll get into uh, some NFL. We actually have some uh, some very early win totals. Some very early early win totals uh, right now. But just uh, quickly talking about the revenue that's going to be generated for WrestleMania. Who's saying about $200 million for the local area as far as the impact uh, that it has. But um, So this is the number, $930 million in revenue last year for the WWE. Um, ranked number six amongst most valuable sports brands, ahead of the World Series, the Daytona 500, and uh, the college football playoff. Um, some serious, serious ass revenue that uh, that's being uh, that's being brought in. And similar to the UFC, the wrestlers don't really make that much. You know what I mean? There's a few dudes that are making like you know seven million, five million. I think Brock Lesnar only makes like four million, and he's a, he's a pretty big star. He does a pretty good job of just sort of bringing new people in and keeping a flat line of salaries and not getting it out. Like, wrestlers aren't making $20 million a year. Vince is the one uh, that's uh, that's bringing the money in. But you said, Ken, you worked, uh, you did you did a uh, show for them. And it's funny, remember when we were on that network, before you did it, too. Like, before you did that Monday night or the aftermath or whatever the hell it was called. Yeah. Remember, like, we were, they... Greg Sansoni was, like, getting different people at the score to do, like, WWE things. Yep. It was almost like a big open rehearsal. Who could be on the WWE? You know what I mean? And they never came to me once. I know. We used to get a ton of calls. People were like, Marenzi, you'd be perfect for this. And, oh, you know what I mean? Want to know why? One call. So I asked Sansoni. Yeah. 
I said, what's the deal? I said, uh, it's like, did they specifically say not Morenci or something? And he's like, yes, they specifically said not yep. you. <laughs> and they said not me either, too, Gabe. It's one of the things. I was doing the show, and our ratings were really, really good, but I was very honest. Saying well, you were doing the sucked. show, so they, yeah, they yeah, didn't yeah, say yeah, no like I you. Could, I could no, no, but they did eventually say no you. Like, see ya. Like, I, I remember they went afterwards. Yeah, there's a difference, because, though, between not getting an audition and doing yeah. a show and getting let go. Oh. Excellent point. No, I'm just saying yeah. I cut up uh, Ryback too much, and they you didn't like it. Saying, WWE, WWE said beat it. You can't cut up the wrestlers. They don't like that. They, it's all got to be all no. positive all the time. No, no, you can't cut the wrestlers up. That was that was the thing. They didn't like the questions because we used to have the wrestlers on all the time. And they didn't like I used to ask them serious questions, and they wanted me to ask, like, the character. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like they didn't want me to uh, ask yeah, like the yeah. real person. They like they didn't like the interview that it was out of character. Which you know whatever it is what it is. I get it. They're very controlling. They're very controlling. So I just thought of that now that they didn't want me. So now I'm thinking there's no way I'm gonna go and give the money that Mike blew it. Why would I give well, the money for, for a corporation <laughs> well, that doesn't I, want me? <laughs> I agree with you, but I, back to what you said before about how he does a pretty good job bringing new stars into the fold. Isn't that really more a function of necessity because these guys do break down at a pretty early age. They have to have a rotation of guys and they can't, they know stars for as long as they can. Gimmicks gimmicks over time too. You can't do the same thing all the time. They got to make sure it's because it's because it's a type of industry like this industry where so there's always there's literally hundreds of thousands of people that are coming right for this job all the time. Yeah, there really is. Like there's always yeah. somebody that'll do a show for next to nothing. There's always somebody yeah. that'll fight in a UFC for next to nothing. There's a saying yeah. in the adult industry in Hollywood. Listen, if you don't want to do it, there's a girl that's getting on off the bus from Iowa at the bus station in right. Hollywood in 10 minutes. And then there's going to be another bus from Kansas in 10 minutes after that. All right. There's always going to be somebody. The UFC feasts off this. Oh, the fighters get stiffed. I'll tell you what, there's a kid right now in some town in Ohio that's kicking the shit out of a bag and willing to fight for $16,000 in the UFC. Yeah. Right? And, and he's back thinking, to your yeah, point about why these, guys, why these guys so. fight or wrestle hurt. You know, it's why, because they know there's only so many chances. You can't say no very often in that world. Well, they're tough guys. Also, yeah. they're tough guys. They're trying to show up and make yeah. money, right? Yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. I mean, that's the culture. The thing is, this it's too excessive with 220 shows a year, right? Like, you're pushing it. Like, even rock bands, right. like, that's it's too much. Like, you get into that five days a week and that phys- the physicality of it. And people will tell you, man, football players, and I've, I've spoken to football players and mixed martial artists, who have uh, who are into professional wrestling, and they say by far the professional wrestling is harder on the body. Like it's you know like football's bad, fighting's bad, but wrestling is really bad because at least football's once a week, right? There's practice, but wrestling yeah. these guys is pretty much every day. Like it messes you up for good. Every well, small they're town. They're trying to outdo each other. There's a daredevil component to it that the other sports don't necessarily lend themselves to as extreme as the UFC and the NFL are WWE has had guys doing some incredibly extreme things over time, 
trying to be the first guy that does X or the first guy that can. It's no different than a National Football game. League. You know, listen, the NFL, they're not going to say, oh, yeah, oh, you have a hurt knee. You have to play. No. Yeah. But if you don't play, then they're going to find someone else to will. And if you always have a hurt knee, I mean, then you're John Ross. You know what I mean? That That's the way yeah. it goes. I mean, the same people that bitch about player safety are the same people who say John Ross sucks and he's always hurt and he should play more. <laughs> so, <laughs> right, it goes, well, it well goes both ways. But, it does. Right, so there's NFL win totals that have been posted. Really, the only team that anybody cares about in the new universe are the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. And uh, the the early win total for the Browns, nine wins. Nine, nine wins. And I think it'll end up being a little higher in other books. It'll probably end up being nine and a half. Because I know they know that a lot of people are going to want to bet the over with the Browns. Yet also, yeah. not a lot of smart people want to give your money right now for an NFL win total that you're only going to get paid for in January. So instead of making it nine and a half, they're like, ooh, nine's a decent number. I'll bet it now. It'll be nine and a half in the summer, guys. They're just baiting you right now to try to get your early money so they can make money and make interest, right? Agreed. I think it's absolutely going to push up. People are going to jump all over that team because of its now star power and the fact that the Bengals are going in the wrong direction. The Steelers may potentially regress, uh, and the Ravens are unknown with Lamar Jackson. Even though they played well down the stretch with Lamar Jackson, they had some big changes that were made too, so... Uh, the Browns right now would probably be favored to win the division. So people are going to try and, like, as you said, they'll try and hold your money at, at nine. I'm not buying in. Uh, I'm not doing it. I, I, I like the moves and stuff, and it's what Kitchen said today in that story. Sure, we're great. I, uh, what, on paper, paper means nothing to me. We have to see how they're going to function together. Hey, it is going to be a lot better. You know, you got two guys from LSU with your receiving core, guys who know each other. Another quarterback, Baker Mayfield, he seems pretty jacked up another year. Defense looks young and good, but still, guys, you know, people are discounting the Steelers. The Ravens still have a lot of talent. Bringing in Thomas in the secondary is a good move to an already good defense. Uh, Cleveland's got to prove prove it. They're not going to get a cent of my money. Um. Man, you've been on Cleveland for years when they suck, and now they get good, and you're going to go down this road by going against them. <laughs> not necessarily. Just uh, not a good pr- game. It's like shopping. I, I, I don't. I, oh, I get it. You I know what it. I mean? It's like uh, the cut of meats uh, should be five ninety nine a pound. You want it for eight ninety nine? I'll go. I'll go elsewhere. I'll shop elsewhere. There's thirty one other items uh, I could purchase. That's the way I look at it. Everything's yeah, got to come back soups, to meat. Yeah. Everything's got to come back to, to meat. Uh, we're, we're camp, so. Would you take no, listen, it at eight and a half, Cam? Uh, eight and a half, I'd, I'd consider that. Nine's just one of those numbers you're playing more for a push, right? How many wins do you think yeah. the Browns get? Probably nine or ten. So it's kind of one yeah. of those things. It's like at nine, 13. you're like, meh. You know, what? Sorry, Gabe? Thirteen and three. Thirteen. <laughs> 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 laughing now. Yeah, yeah, laughing now. Yeah, eleven and one. I'm just saying eight. Eight and a half is eight and a half is a number you consider about doing it because yeah nine and seven yes. Listen, it's hard to bet a win total when you haven't seen a schedule yet. That's true. Now, yeah. the one thing that we do know we do know their opponents, so we know what divisions they're playing and etc. Mm-hmm. Um, but we you know we don't know the the order and the schedule. They're going to have a lot of primetime games now and television games which they never had. They they haven't been. They haven't been on, like, primetime TV with the exception of a Thursday, like, since 2008 or something like that. I don't think they've been on Monday Night Football in 12 years or 11 years. 
It's yeah. really crazy. But they're going to get a lot of prime time games this year, which are draining because it's against big teams. It's just it's entertaining. Like it's there. It's like a spotlight game. Those games are more draining. To me, the yeah. best bets as far as NFL win totals on the board were right at the bottom with the uh, the Buffalo Bills over six wins, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers over six wins. I love that one. And the New York Jets um, are at seven wins. And I think the Jets are a winning football team this year. I'd prefer it if it was six, but hey, it isn't. But the Bills are six. The Bucks are six. The Jets are seven. Mike, those were three that caught my eye. Uh, I, I'm with you on the Jets, although I think it's close. Uh, I don't love the Bucks, uh, certainly not as much as Cam does. Uh, as I'm scrolling through, the first thing I really like is the Bengals under six. I think they're going to really struggle. And I think those three teams are in their division are clearly better than them. Uh, that's the first one. I feel like I bet on the Titans every year, and this is the one year I'll probably take off because I have no idea which way they're going to go at the eight and a half. All of us do like Mike Brable, I think, and there's still enough talent for them to scrape out nine wins. They just had a bad season, and they went nine and seven. So I'm still taking a look at the Titans. Um, that division that one turns off me off. Where, where, to eight and where are the Jags? Where are the Jags, Gabe? Eight. Under. Eight. Even eight. Yeah. Under. They win six or seven games. I know. I, I hear what you're saying, and I'm with you. You know, me and you, me and I always saying the same thing. I was hoping that people would be a little bit more hyped up on it. But yeah, eight and a half, and then, phew, yeah. I thought it would be eight and a half. Uh, the team like with the, the highest. Do you like the Vikings over nine? No, I don't like Kirk Cousins. Not necessarily. No, I don't trust Kirk Colts Cousins. nine and a half. Uh, yeah, they should get to ten, but that division's competitive, man. What are the Patriots? Um, they're all very equal teams. Like they're all equal teams. Those teams Top of the list, division. eleven. I, yeah, I, I took on the under in the Patriots one last year in the regular season because their total total was too high in one of my books. Uh, I think uh, another year with that with with some of the missing parts, another age with Brady. I think I'm going to go under with New England. If uh, yeah, I I, I I think they're going to re- regress uh, a little bit. Nine, nine with the Steelers one, might be a little low. Like you said, everyone's talking about. I, I think it might be. I agree. I mean, nine is a push. The Steelers a could still get to ten. Yeah. The one one quick point too. What Cam, Cam was talking about, Freddie Kitchens. I think that's a really important part of what how the Browns could roll. I know people are uh, coronating him as a savior, but I think it's a little early for that because he's got a lot to figure out as a really what is a first year head coach. And I think he made a really good point about the way schedules line up. We spent a lot of time last year talking about the Dolphins and how they weren't even a good team, but their schedule lined, up, lined them up to go over, and they did, even as bad as they were. Mike, blow it. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Mike. Take care. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Time decisions ready. Rage on radio, fantasy sports. 
Radio Network. NFL win totals uh, have been uh, released, or at least uh, at one spot in, in Vegas. Um, New England Patriots topped the list at 11 wins, which is actually kind of low for them because they normally, their win totals have been higher in the past. But like I said, these numbers are all shaded a little low, to be honest, because they're trying to get your, they know that most people bet the overs. So they're trying to get your money right now. Like the Kansas City Chiefs are 10 and a half. This is a, this is a tricky one because you're sort of hoping that Tyree Kill didn't do what people said he did, but that story sort of gone away. So I'm not expecting a Tyreek Hill suspension. The uh, So the Chiefs are at 10.5. The Rams are at 10.5. The Saints are once again at 10.5. The Chargers are at 10. Chicago Bears, 9.5. I actually do think the Bears will be good uh, once again, uh, Cam. So do I. So do I. I like uh, that over. The Detroit Lions win total is 7. It's kind of accurate with, with Matt Patricia there. Denver Broncos also seven, but I think the New York Jets are a team on the uptick. I think um, Adam Gase is an awkward dude, but he's a good X and O guy. And there's a lot of talent on the Jets right now. Defensively, they have talent already. We, are, we already know that, but uh, you bring in Jameson Crowder. You've improved the offensive line. Sam Darnold now into his second year. Um, Going to be more comfortable back there. And, oh, yeah, they bring in Le'Veon Bell as well. There's everything. a lot to like about this Jet team, actually. Like, I, you know, I, the, the, I agree the Jets with you. are in play right now. I had seven I'll, wins. I'd be surprised. I think they could be nine and seven, this Jet team. I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, I love what I saw at the end of the year. When Darnold came back uh, healthy, Gabe, you saw what he did. He, lo- he looked refreshed. He's only going to get better. You talk about it. Now you have a real running game, not a running back by committee with Crowell and everybody else they threw, uh, threw back there, adding uh, weapons at the receiver position. Good drafting on the defense will be key. I think we can definitely get to seven wins. The Patriots, I think, are re- going to regress. So somebody's got to get better. Probably the Bills and the Jets, but I like the Jets. I think they're both going to be improved. And as we talk NFL win totals, of course, uh, somebody in the chat asked if Cam eats head cheese. Yes. I eat all cheese. You like blue cheese? Love it. With, ch- with chicken wings. That's nasty, man. I know a lot of people might. Uh, yeah, I know a lot of people hate it. I- Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. I'm old school with my wings. Everybody, Cam Stewart here with the news update. Lots of baseball action. Let's get to it right now. We have a game in progress, and oh, my God, what just happened? It is a double to the wall, so the St. Louis Cardinals have tied the game at five. Blown save for Pittsburgh. The Cardinals coming back. Cheap, 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 five, five. Top of nine, runner at second, one out. Wow, big uh, big at bat there. This game closed Pittsburgh minus 137 and a half. 
Uh, we got the White Sox and Indians. Uh, so far, a pitcher's duel. 0-0, uh, bottom three. This game closed out. Indians minus 167.5. Next up on the sked, we got Detroit and the New York Yankees, guys. Yankees minus 225, nine flat. And a good one at 642. We have Milwaukee. They're laying 120 at Cincinnati. Eight and a half is your over-under. Davis versus Tanner Rourke. And Brewers star and MVP Kristen Yelich homering in four straight games to open up the season, becoming only the sixth player in MLB, MLB history to do so. No player has hit five home runs in five straight games to, to open up a season, so we'll keep an eye on that. That game going at 6.40. Lots of action just after 7 o'clock. Baltimore-Toronto, Jays minus 185, total 9. Hess versus Reed Foley. Colorado and Tampa Bay, yeah, this line skyrocketing. Rays minus 165, 8.5. Bettis versus Stanek. Cubs in Atlanta. Uh, Braves minus 115 this game, 8.5. Pretty good pitching matchup. Hendricks versus Newcomb. Mets, they're laying uh, 140 on the road in Miami. Mats versus Smith, total 7. And a half. Houston is a minus 180 favorite at Texas, nine and a half. Peacock taking on Smiley. Four more games just after 10 o'clock. Boston minus 135 at Oakland. David Price versus Brooks. Arizona taking on San Diego. Up in California, Padres minus 165, seven and a half. Kelly versus Strom. Yeah, we got some good games on the lineup. And LA Angels minus 115 against Seattle. Over under nine. Stratton versus King Felix. The Yankees placing outfielder Giancarlo Stanton on the 10-day DL with a left bicep strain. In a corresponding move, they've called up Clint Fraser from AAA. Stanton has seven walks and two hits and 15 appearances this season. Stanton, Hicks, Ellsbury, Gregorius, Patances, and Severino all on the injured list for the pinstripes. NFL news this year, the, the Jaguars have signed running back Alfred Blue to a one-year deal. Nine games in the association tonight. Detroit at Indiana. Pacers five and a half, 204. Miami at Boston. The Celtics laying six and a half, 212 and a half. Milwaukee minus one at Brooklyn, 228 and a half. Chicago at the New York Knicks. Knicks three and a half, 214 and a half. Uh, Orlando at Toronto Raptors minus seven, 215 and a half. Portland minus three and a half at Minnesota, 226 flat is your over under. Philly minus five and a half at Dallas, 218. Charlotte at Utah. Jazz minus 11 and a half, 219 and a half. Cleveland taking on Phoenix in the desert. Suns minus two, 224 and a half. That woman who accused former uh, Nick Kristaps Persingas of sexual assault initially asked the Knicks legal department to privately mediate a financial settlement. This according to ESPN. The 29-year-old woman says she and Porzingis signed an agreement promising her a check for $68,000 after the encounter. The uh, agreement obtained by ESPN spells Kristaps wrong. They call it Chris Tapp, K-R-I-S-T-A-P, not Chris Tapps with an S there. So that's kind of interesting. And Porzingis' lawyer also said that his client didn't sign an agreement and the document is a forgery. Also, the complainant will not turn over the document for a handwriting analysis. ESPN also corresponding emails they have, and they say the complainant and Porzingis, she wants to continue a relationship with him after the alleged assault. So this case is just getting weirder by the minute. LeBron James will not play for Team USA at the Basketball's FIBA World Cup this summer. He could return to action for Team USA for the Summer Olympics in 2020. We got CIT action. Gabe mentioned it. We have a best of three in this uh, tournament. Very different than the other ones. Not a, not a single game knockout. DePaul, South Florida, Bulls minus two, 151. Eight games of National Hockey Ice tonight, including Johnny Tavares returning to Long Island for part two. Leafs battle the Islanders. This one is a straight pick. Six is your total there. And on the pitch right now, we got uh, Arsenal leading Newcastle United one to nothing. Stay tuned, everybody. More Red Heat and Rage Radio with Gabe Moretzi and myself. We'll talk betting, DFS, and a whole lot more. Stick around. Red Heat and Rage, Red Heat and Rage Radio coming up next. 
to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. Level two. Game time decisions. Ready to rage on radio. Thanks to Mike Lewis uh, for joining us. We'll hit some DFS. A little bit later on, we'll t- take a look at the Major League uh, Baseball scoreboard uh, throughout the rest of the program. Uh, take a look at the card uh, tonight. It is the final week, finally. God, uh, thank God, final week of uh, regular season play in the National Hockey League. And uh, Columbus and Montreal are battling for the uh, for the last playoff spot, trying to get in. And Carolina, uh, Gabe. And, uh, and what's that? And Carolina. And Carolina, but Carolina's in right now, right? Montreal's the one on the outside Montreal's looking Montreal's the team looking out, but uh, Carolina still has to do some business. Want to hear the crazier thing? I looked at the schedule. The Leafs are five points up on the Canadians. These guys, man, some of the things that could have happened too, like they're playing with fire with these losses to Ottawa and whatever. They're lucky the finish line is very, very close. If there's another four or five games, man, the way these turkeys have been playing, like they got to pick up play themselves out of the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, imagine that. Oh, we were trying to play Boston. Oh, sorry, missed by a point. Like the thing is, yeah, they're not getting true. Get- they're not getting any points, too, because they're losing games in, in regulation, right? Not even getting getting that overtime shootout point. But they're playing like junk. I think this is a big game for them tonight against the Islanders because the Islanders have uh, been slumping as well, other than the big win over Buffalo. You want to get a little bit of mojo heading into the playoffs, and right now the Leafs don't have it. So, um, well, they you know, so Tavares comes in. The Islanders have kicked the crap out of them. I don't know, Cam. I don't know where I've been. I didn't, I didn't know that Tavares scored four goals in a game. <laughs> Yeah, he did. Yeah, the the a uh, couple uh, couple games ago. Uh, yeah, was that I've been a game? in basketball mode? I've been, yeah, I mean, you know, I've, I've had tunnel buddy. vision and football. Nope. And yeah, regular season, like you said, it's like the Leafs have been trying to avoid Boston, but they can't get away from them, and now they're just now they're, they're just screwed themselves. They're cold. Now they're cold going into the playoff. They could get steamrolled against the Bruins, bro. Yeah, uh, it's the Bruins are a hell of a team. Uh, Toronto too. The good news for them is they get both of their defensemen back. Dermott's going to be back. Gardner, you could people. I Honestly, know people are Leaf fed. Do you think the Leafs are going to beat the, say, the Bruins in the playoffs? It's hard to say that they're going to. I'm going to have to say no. As it's about, like the worst matchup for them, bro. Uh, it, it is. I think they, they don't. I think they, they can't play well against grinding teams. You know what I mean? Another, the Leafs want to play free flowing hockey. That's now why the I think playoffs, it's better against it's the Capitals. Like, yeah, you'd be better. You got a better chance. You can beat the Capitals 5-4, hope for the best. You get in track meets every night, and you hope for the best. The Remember Bruins. the Capitals? They, when the Leafs played them, Gabe, that was when the Leafs weren't good, and they like lost all those games when they were a really young team a couple years ago. They're better now. I think they match up way better against the Capitals than the Bruins. It's true. The, they don't uh, have the, the cap. The Capitals won the Stanley Cup, too, so we're going to see. You know how hard it is to get, get back in that groove. That's the hardest trophy to win, man. It's an absolute grind, but... Boston, they're so damn good, man. That that team, really, they're though. scary. They're scary. The Islanders, the Islanders clinched a playoff spot. They did uh, the other night, and they're still battling. They're three games back at the Capitals. They're still jockeying for home ice and stuff. Uh, the Islanders. It's been a hell of a season for them. Another injury now. Tanner Fritz is hurt now. Uh, he's out. It's you know, and they're all about depth and four lines, and they keep just you know, they don't have star players, so people are oh big deal. Tanner Fritz, but like you stated. Every, every guy counts on this team, and they're getting really beat up. And I know that they're still battling for something, but it has to be that sigh of relief, Cam. All right, we're in the playoffs. Exactly. That's a hell of a, why a hell of a, hell of a grind. 
We did it with a week to spare. Let's take a deep yep. breath. Betting the Leafs tonight. saying, no, 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 we're coming to play, we're coming to play, but no, they won't. the Leafs also, the Leafs have to be tired of getting the crap kicked out of them by the Islanders because it's happened Excellent twice already. Point. You said the it. Leafs win tonight. They do. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Get news that uh, Yang's mother will be uh, coming home tomorrow. Nice. The rough, uh, rough news. couple of weeks. Uh, we're uh, happy for you, Yang. I know it's been uh, stressful, and uh, we're glad that your mother's going to be back, uh, back home. Um, all right. So we're into uh, to level two here right now, and I see a story actually here that um, so Bryce Harper is going back to Washington tomorrow. They get that first game back pretty right out of the gate here in the season. So Bryce Harper is going back uh, tomorrow night. Uh, Philadelphia at Washington on Tuesday. And this isn't a coincidence right now that this story breaks in the Washington Post. It's clearly Harper doing it is to soften, to soften the return. And he's got a good, a pretty good point here. Um, he opens up to the Washington Post um, in which he stated, I was going to be a national. Now, it's, you know, you got to take him out his word here, but this is what's crazy about this. So, basically, Harper, and I remember we talked about this time at the time. We were like, oh, God, we're so sick of the Harper meetings. But on Christmas Eve, or Christmas Day, literally, the Nationals and Harper met. And you figure, well, that's pretty serious. You're meeting on Christmas. Uh, Bryce Harper goes, I'm sitting there like, I'm going to be a National. I'm going to, I'm still going to be a National. They're going to make an offer this week. It's Christmas week. Uh, I told my wife, we're going to build off of that. It's going to happen. Be ready to go back. I flat out told her. I was psyched. I was like, be ready to go back because if we can, we're going back. I was pumped up. He said, I know they're trying to build something here. They're trying to put a team together. So he goes, I sat down and they gave me an offer. So Harper is like laying it on the table here. He said the offer was deferred. And you can't even make this up, actually. So... The Nationals made Harper a 10-year offer worth $300 million. So he was like, all right, yeah, all right, we're talking. I'm listening. Let's go. Uh, they had another meeting. So that was just sort of they were kicking the tires and all right. That was sort of thrown around, $300 million for 10 years. And uh, what he ended up doing, 330 for 13 years with Philadelphia. Another meeting followed, though. According to sources, this time it was a 12 final offer. 12 years, $250 million. Less money than it was discussed on Christmas night. And the contract would be paid in deferrals through the year, Cam, 2072. <laughs> he might, he's, a, he's a senior citizen in a nursing home. or 26 buried. or 28 or something. What is he, 27 what is going years on old? Here? So they're going to pay him, what, in 50 years? 
52 years? He if that's the case, he, he was like, I'm on Harper's side. Like, yeah, you know, exactly. he was basically like, well, I can't do that. Like, basically, he said, that's when the talk stopped. And he said they, they were serious. And he was like, 2072? And he said, that's when he signed with the Philadelphia Phillies. <laughs> he said, <laughs> I don't blame him. said, after that, he said he moved on. And that, like, he said, yeah. so after I got that offer, it hit me like, damn, I could be going somewhere else for real. And so it turned my attention to I really need to start focusing on these meetings more. (laughs) And then he even says, I didn't want to be getting paid till like I'm 65. That doesn't do it for me. I like his honesty. And I got to tell you, if this this, this is is that's like future future Futurama or something. It's going to be flying cars and shit, man. I'm going to be dead. I don't want to sound uh, more, uh, uh, you know, grotesque or anything. Who knows what's going to happen in that time? You might not be around. You need money now. And if they were to do that, uh, too. Yeah. Well, yeah. What are we, 2019 now? That's absolutely crazy. And I'll tell you, man, if that did happen and they offer them 10, 300 than that, I'd tell them, you know, my term, get bent. You're offering me less and, and like less than you offered before. I'm on Harper's side if this is the truth and you have to move on. And, uh, yeah, great story that he came out to talk to those guys and soften the blow because I think people, if you got half a break, you'll understand what he did. That's nuts. Well, this is it. And there's not a coincidence. I mean, look, he plays in Philadelphia. This story's an exclusive with the Washington Post. Correct. He leaked this in Washington himself, right? Like, he he reached out. He did this himself. So people know. He's brilliant. This is... This is good agenting right here. Nice that he didn't do it tomorrow either. So now it gets play overnight. Yep. It gets exactly. play on talk radio there. If you're a Washington National fan, you know this story by the time you're going to the park tomorrow. And you just remember that when you boo the guy and hate on the guy, that, hey, if you, with anybody, anybody in that park, in any one of their jobs, if you're a contractor, you're a plumber, Imagine if you went somewhere and they told you, can I defer the full payment until 2072? What are you going to say? There'd be crickets. 2072? I'd be, I'd be in shock. I'm not going to be around in 2072. It's quite, 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 I can tell you that for a fact. That's not how oh, I won't. I won't be around. I, I, oh, I definitely won't, buddy. I'm worried about the next uh, 10 or 20 years, but uh, let alone 2072. Let's let's be honest with ourselves. Uh, I'd, I'd, I'd start worrying about defer, uh, deferments after 2023, Gabe. Yeah, me too. I'd be like, listen. I think I got another four or five good ones in me before I get uh, older. I'm getting I'm getting worse by the minute, though. Sweating more. Like, uh, it's just, uh, yeah. I don't like getting oh, old, insane. Dan. Uh, like they're, just, they're insane. It's like 2072. Like honestly, you, know I, you could get you could get away with that, Cam. Basically, look, it was a ten-year deal, so it's the twenty twenty-nine. So you could have said, "Listen, don't you know what I mean? Full payment made by twenty thirty-five." Yeah. You know that's okay. You added up ten-year contract. That's twenty twenty-nine, anyways. Yeah, or you other, say twenty thirty-two, full payment made twenty thirty-two. The other way, thirty-seven years after that, thirty-seven years. Think about yeah, but, it. The thing is, if you're the Nationals, you really didn't want him coming back if you did that's, this. That's why. Because there's no way in hell correct. that you thought that he was going to accept correct. A, a deferral until the year 2072. <laughs> I'm surprised. Hey, for them, to, for him to call their bluff, though, he crazy. He did not offer the first year. The 10, the 10, 300 sounds pretty good against the new one. But but the, what about the deferrals on that deal too? 
They're probably well, he said, No, he said he was ready to sign the 10 for 300. It was basically preliminary talk. He met with yep. the owner, and that was sort of the ballpark that was sort of thrown out there. And like he said, he went back home Christmas night. He told his wife, we're going to be staying. He said yeah. there's going to be a final offer coming. They're going to make an offer in the next couple of days. And then he said they went to Florida to meet, and the offer was $250 million for 12 years, deferred until 2072. <laughs> Honestly, and that's, that's when like, he said he said uh, yeah. and realized I was sitting there. I came to the realization I wasn't going to be coming back. <laughs> I got to be honest, Gabe. That's like thinking you bought a racehorse and you you go into the barn and it's a donkey. <laughs> yeah. Think about I'd it. Be, like, that's I'd be I'd be difference. pissed too. I'd be like, why'd oh, you make I, me to Florida for this? <laughs> I know. Yeah, you wasted my time and you offered to be this. And I'm not going to be paid for another, yeah, over 40 years. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, guys. Uh, great move by him. You said it, the agent, brilliant to get that story out. It makes him, uh, he'll be less vilified for that. Very, very bright move for Harper. And we talked about the home runs over, Gabe. He's looking pretty comfortable. Those dingers that he hit have been big, big, long ones. And it's cold weather now. Think about when things get real hot and humid in Philadelphia. That guy is going to launch dingers all season long. That over home runs for Harper. If he doesn't get hurt, it's a lock. A bad look. It's a bad look for the Washington Nationals. It is. It looks makes them look cheap and stupid. And now they're in a tough spot here now, too, with the PR battle in which um, in which they can come out and they, they can, can say come it's out. A lie. Well, you don't want to, if you're a team, dude, you don't want to have the rep. You don't want to be fighting with players publicly about like what happened behind closed doors. It's just a bad look. It makes you look bush league. It's already. It's our. I'm sure they're pissed off that Harper just did this to them, right? It's a little payback though, right? I'm sure he's pissed that they offered him a deferral till 2072, because it makes them look bad and it's a turn off to other future players. They're gonna go 2072. I don't want to talk to these guys ever. I'm not. You know what I mean? If they offered Bryce Harper a deferral of 2072, what are they gonna do to me, right? So. Like he, you know, this is an embarrassing story for the Washington Nationals, but we'll see. The general, and it's funny because the general manager of the Nationals, he was, he's very defensive, this guy. And he used to go on radio all the time and argue with like people. And so I'm sure he wants to right now, but it leads to a circus. You can't have a GM arguing with fans on the radio and stuff. (laughs) All right, morning. Cheap, cheap, cheap. Nationals, brutal. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Yankees. Uh, Yankees burning money to start the season, and the injuries are adding up. Giancarlo Stanton has been placed on the uh, the injured list uh, right now. Yankees now have eight players, eight players that are already um, that are already uh, sidelined. Good and, ones uh, too. Pretty, pr- yeah, pretty important ones. So now you know Severino's been out. So, you know he was going to be their, their their ace, their number three hitter. Now Stanton is out. Their shortstop uh, is out. 
Their center fielder is out. Their setup man is out. Um, it's a lot of guys. They still have a stack lineup, but uh, you know, pretty pretty rough start out of the gate for the New York Yankees here, as far as injuries uh, are concerned. They're like two twenty favorites or so tonight yeah, and, against and look uh, at the, the pitching visiting matchup. Detroit Tigers. You're not laying two twenty with the Yankees. Sure, they should win. Detroit's not very good, Gabe. As you know, you know uh, uh, they over the last game they beat the Toronto Blue Jays in extra innings. They're one of the weaker teams in the league, but. 220 uh, with, with the Yankees. No, it's it's not it's not going to make the card. They should be able to bounce back. But with those, yeah. So we what do we got? Stanton, Hicks, Ellsbury, Gregorius, Betances, Severino. It's a lot of guys out there. I'm not laying that big number. If you want to put it in a parlay, I'm not going to de- deter you away from doing it. But I just think I'd it's too high with that. Even. I know. Look at the look at the pitching matchup. And you're still laying. It's it's a reputation line. That line should be a buck seventy, a buck eighty. It's 220, 230. It's a reputation line. Uh, I will not be having the Yankees on my card in any this format. Is, this is one of these. Uh, this is one of these games where people are going to be betting, like we talked about, why you can't be betting them, in which there's no way in hell they lose again tonight. Yeah, yeah like I've is. seen it. I've seen it on Twitter all day. Oh, the Yankees get back on track tonight. Yankees win. They're not losing again. And why not? You know what I mean? It's early in the season. And another thing, I always talk about this. It doesn't matter what sport it is. Like, people are like, oh, the Baltimore Orioles suck or the Detroit Tigers suck. Yeah, they will over the course of 162 games. But it's the first week. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, they don't suck yet. They don't know they suck yet. Exactly. And the reason reason that these teams suck is because they have no depth and they get tired, they get worn out. When they're a week in, it's all sort of even. You know what I mean? It's you know the weather is different. It's not like no one's really hot yet. It's fresh out of the gate. You'll see it like bad NFL teams win early in the season. You know they don't win late in the season. They'll win early in the season. Like early in the season, teams don't know they suck yet. They're still feeling it. Look at all the teams who are supposed to suck. All right, Baltimore. I know it's only three games, but whatever. You're up five hundred eighty bucks. <laughs> so Trust Baltimore, me, yeah. who one? Seattle supposed to be terrible. Oh, the Mariners got rid of everybody. They're five and one. They beat up the Red Sox every night. They're five and one. The Detroit Tigers, oh, they're supposed to be terrible. Whatever. They're two and two. You're up money if you bet them every day. You know what I mean? They, they don't know they suck yet. Hey, and another thing is, we're on the White Sox in this game. It's middle of fifth, zero zero. So you got to put a chance. Yes, I do. And we're. I hope you bet it. I hope. I hope we get the win. I'm just saying. Hey, if, if Cleveland wins, sure. Point being, though. We're getting a team at plus one between wherever you shop, plus 145 and plus 150 for a White Sox team that can win the game. Have you seen the Indians roster, Gabe, lately? This is who they're rolling out. Martin, Ramirez, Bowers, Santana. Okay. And then at the bottom of the, at the bottom of the roster, you got first of all, you got Hanley Ramirez in there, a cast off Miller, Perez, Tyler Naquid, and Stamets. It almost looks like a a triple A lineup. That's the thing about the Indians; they have the great pitching, but right now with all the injuries, Lindor and all the other guys, they're missing a lot of parts right now. We can capitalize early on these things and take these dogs. Hey, we might lose the game, but that's what we're doing. We're trying to shop for value in games that should be pickums when we're getting forty or fifty cents. That's the way to do it. And we should be keeping our eye on the uh, the unders of the Cleveland Indian games. Excellent that's, point. Uh, that's another thing. We should have been on the under in this game, too. Great pitching, no hitting. It's no only hitting. two and one at the under through three games yet. I'm sure it'll yeah. add up. The unders will add up, especially with the lack of uh, pop uh, in their lineup uh, right now. So as we talked about, Tampa Bay, another team, they're off to a three and one start. So Tampa tonight, 
they're they're back to their old uh, bullpen uh, start by committee camp. I think they're going. They're doing them. this. They're going. They're works. doing this again tonight. <laughs> it works against against Colorado. It does work, and it doesn't cost yeah. them any money either. Yeah, Rocco Bedelli. Yeah, yeah. He's he, he's a you know a student of, of that school, a, a school of thought. Uh, Stanek is a guy that's pitching tonight. It's interesting. A guy that I you know, I res- Yeah, I, I respect. Uh, I, I respect a lot of people. Some people are betting Tampa Bay tonight. I think the number is just a little bit high. I won't be betting the Rockies, but uh, Tampa Bay year after year, day after day. Hey, Gabe, this is what they do, and and they do it well. They found their formula that works for them. I'm a competitive AL East, and uh, you know what? I, I think long and hard against betting against Tampa Bay. They're scrappy as hell. Maybe they overestimated the Rockies uh, a little bit. You know, they're two, two and two through uh, four yeah. games. They're, they're, what, the Rockies are a good team, but, you know. They've been on the um, road, too. They're a better home that's team. That's another right? thing. They, they, I, 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 home. That's where they yeah. rack up the wins. This is how we're probably going to bet the Rockies, and we've mentioned this earlier when we were, like, before the baseball season started. The best way to bet the Rockies, in my opinion, they go down two to nothing at Coors early in the game. We get a live line with them and just watch them come back and win eleven to six or something. But this is what the Rockies do. They're a great team to bet at home. Live bet, get a better number. Don't worry about the minus when it becomes a plus. You almost hope the other team scores at Coors and gets a lead on them, and then we can work out the math. You can either try to middle the game or, or get them at a nicer price when they come back. Happens all the time. That's the beautiful thing about baseball live betting, Gabe. It's it's the best in the business. Long games, 27 outs. Score an early run. Who cares? No need to panic. Uh, a lot of situations. Look at the St. Louis-Pittsburgh game today. Pirates came out, 3 nothing lead. Boom. Cardinals come back and tie it. We're 5-5 in the 10th inning now. Lots of, lots of ebb and flows and swings in baseball uh boston red sox another team uh very hype team public betted team they're on the road tonight their favorites again minus 137 price on the hill against brooks we talked about uh seattle little money coming in on seattle right now it's shaded to 105 to a pick them on both sides kind of like houston tonight but we talk about it you you know you're gonna you're gonna put yourself uh in the hen house um um, betting uh, minus 172 favorites on the road. Maybe we could parlay it. Similar situation, Cam. You got Baltimore at Toronto. You can't trust the Blue Jays laying 72 cents. I'm not in a hurry to lay 215 with the Yankees, even in a parlay, with that being stated. If anything, you know, maybe a Dodger. I'd be looking at a Dodgers. I could live with that. A Dodgers and um, Houston Astro parlay. It's going to be some nice yeah. plus money. Yeah, the Dodgers, too, the thing about them is uh, minus 200. You got Drew Pomerantz pitching for the Giants. One thing that we know, everyone's ripping on Baltimore. You know what? The Plus Giants suck ass. The Giants are horrible. They're, oh, they're, they're a terrible. bad baseball team, too. Yeah, exactly. Everyone today, oh, Baltimore's horrible. These other, Yeah, they're bad. The Giants are bad, too. They're the National League version. They stink. They, they're outfield. I don't even think people know who the hell these guys are. Like, they're rolling out a bad, bad club night after night. Any of Drew Pomeranz pitching, guy, a pitcher that the Dodgers have seen before, yeah, I, I would tend to put the Dodgers in some parlays. Was that Joe Gabe, the hen house, a referral to uh, Peacock pitching for Houston tonight? Peacock in the hen house? No, but if you want it oh, to be. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was thinking, wow, that's pretty witty. You know, you're talking about the hen house. I'm like, who's pitching for yeah, Houston? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peacock. I figured Peacock. I'd fix it up. Whorehouse, <laughs> you know, dog house, barn. I don't know. I like the hen house. Hen house. Peacock in the hen house. I figured I'd just <laughs> yeah. mi- mi- mix it up a little bit. For yeah, sure. now Giancarlo Stanton out with uh, a bicep strain. See, Kevin? It's the problem. 
Uh, that looks like I've got better biceps than Stanton's. He's all ripped and stuff, and he strains yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> It's a problem. It's actually funny in golf. They they did they do like a study. Like all these new new age golfers are like really ripped. Look at the guys before. There was no weight room, right? They used to hack darts. Some guys were in better shape, but they just didn't have the muscles. They were just kind of like you know you got that man fat. You know what I mean? Game nice and smooth all the way through. I, I remember they used to talk about it like fat guys who who lose yeah, weight like you hold, like you holding that ham. That's right. That, yeah, thank you, Gabe. Yeah, no, I won that ham and that scotch ham through pure fire, pure perseverance, pure pure perseverance. The difference was, yeah, uh, was that was that, a, was that like a bachelor party, yeah, and it was all these scary. dudes. Yeah, it was like a, it was like a twenty-five pound ham, and it was like a little handle on it, but you had to hold Shoot it out up, with your arm straight up. You couldn't let it hit it the hurt. ground. Yeah, you, know, you hold it out. You could hold it whatever you want, but you couldn't with one arm. You couldn't let it hit the ground. Gabe been on the radio over fifteen years. No DL stints. And uh, no, that's right, uh, Yang. And yeah, you get and, it. And uh, so yeah, you're holding, you know, your Cam's holding the ham, and there's like firemen and all these young kids and stuff that think they're tough. And uh, Cam won the ham. And I tell you, and I, I I believe Cam. It was sort of like you know, like when they say mothers have superhuman strength and they can flip a car and stuff when their kid is underneath yeah. it. Yeah. I think if it was like a if it was like a weight. And it was like a like a, a bell or a barb dumbbell, you know, but bell type thing. You wouldn't have done it. I think the fact that it was ham, and it was food, just put it over the top. You were like, no. you were holding that ham, and you're like, it's sort of like the Stanley Cup with Ovechkin. You're like, I'm not giving this back. Like you wanted that ham, you got superhuman strength out of it. You broke that down perfectly. You're right. If it was a weight, like if I it was just weights, you would have been asked yeah, to do this. You're what right. am I even doing here? You're I don't right. care if like, I win this. When, yeah. while, while, my, while my arm was shaking with the like 25, 30 pound prosciutto, I was thinking about all the beautiful yeah, meats I could give. I can give my friends. And then I thought about the booze and I'm like, these guys with muscles thinking they're tough. They're not beating me. You're right, Marenzi. I just willed it to death. You're right. If it was a if it was a barbell or anything else. It wouldn't have been the same. But having the food in front of me, having it there, was a big difference. You're right. And you, people, learned a le- people learned a lesson that day. I'm out of shape, and uh, I beat some guys that are uh, pretty, pretty thick. It's no, all about did. will and desire. It's all about best, will and desire. Best is you carry anything out of there after. Like, oh, it was awesome. <laughs> so what happened? You took it to a place to get, oh, yeah. to, to get sliced up, but they said they can't do it. No outside meat. Yeah, yeah. I walked into the place. I walk in, and... Uh, because they don't know where the meat's been, right? Like, they want to keep a sanitary place. So I took it to, like, a, a reputable grocery shop. They're like, nope. One took it to another shop. We don't slice outside meat. I went on an old radio show, found a guy. He chopped it up for me. Done. I can't meat, believe. Yeah, you know, next, you know, maybe next Christmas. When's your birthday? You know? Uh, next week. No, oh, your birthday's next week already. Wow. Yep. We've got to get you a meat slicer like Kramer had. So you can slice your meats. I've been dreaming about it. Great gift. They're expensive. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire.
Well, your attention is focused on the start of the MLB season and college basketball's Final Four. NFL teams are focusing in on the upcoming 2019 draft. And for serious fantasy football players, it's never too early to start prepping for the 2019 season. Roto Experts has you to cover with their NFL 365 fantasy football package, including the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the Internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty, season-long, betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. That's 10% off with the promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at rotoexperts.com. So I mentioned we got college basketball on the board here tonight. We've got South Florida. South Florida hosting DePaul uh, tonight in the... Um, in the CBI, CBI Championship Championship Series. So, Cam, this is where they play, like, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I like that. I think it's a great format. Florida. Great format. And then they they go to DePaul, and uh, then they go back if if necessary. There's three games if needed. I like it, too. You sort of, you find out who the real, the best team is, as opposed to who hits a free throw and misses a free throw late, right? Exactly. It's way better this way. It'd be nice if they went to the final four and at least did it this format, but, oh, it'd be longer or whatever. I think, uh, you know, if you're one of those teams, you can't do this format the whole tournament, so I think maybe you can do it from the final four. I think uh, the other teams, you'd play the best two out of three the final times. So you do that for the semis and the final, but obviously people, you know, yeah, why not, though? It's fun. People bet on this stuff or whatever. The kids, right, Marenzi? The kids, the kids, or, oh, the travel, this and that, oh, more money, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, uh I'm gonna. I'm thinking about taking a shot with DePaul tonight, uh, getting the two and a half points. Haven't pulled the trigger yet, but I'm thinking about it. I, I I think they're a better team than South Florida. South Florida does have home court advantage. I think DePaul is eventually going to win the series, and if they get up one game, I feel good about them being able to close the door. Usually, it goes to a third game, though. Um, I'm taking DePaul. The, the, that's my exactly. lead right now. Normally, the team, the team that's playing at home here knows they need to nail this first game down. Yeah. So they they're going to be desperate. DePaul have been scoring a ton of points as of late. So I think the game is going to go over the number at 151 and a half. South Florida, DePaul don't play great defense. The South Florida is pretty good defensively, but I still think it'll be a higher scoring game. And you sort of get, it's a playoff game. It's a championship game. So you'll get a lot of fouls late. Like no one's going down without a fight um, since it's it's a title game. And normally it does go, uh, normally it does go three. So uh, we've also... Um, Tomorrow night at uh, Madison Square Garden, right behind us, Cam, we've got uh, Wichita State and uh, Lipscomb. But I tell you what, Wichita State are starting to peak at the right time right now. They stumbled out of the gate, the Shockers. They stumbled out of the gate early, but they played good basketball down the stretch. And here they are right now. I don't think they lose to Lipscomb. I'm surprised. Uh, you know, Actually, Lipscomb were one-point favorites before it swung. I'm seeing now the Shockers are one-point favorites, and I think that's the right move. I think Wichita State are going to get it done. It's it's offense versus defense. Lipscomb score a ton of points. Wichita State shut you down. You know, we're saying this year, college basketball, defense generally wins. I think the Shockers get it done here. And Fun Texas matchup tomorrow night, Cam. Texas and TCU at Madison Square Garden. A little doubleheader action. Yeah, it's interesting, Gabe. I talked to a, an old buddy that I haven't seen, and uh, his cousin plays on Texas. 
it's kind of interesting between me and you. He had horrible things to say about Shaka Smart, but uh, it's kind of interesting. Kind of shocked me actually. He said, uh, you know, his kid uh, he doesn't really uh, like the uh, like the way he's running the program there very much. But hey, Texas is there now. They took care of business. TCU a small favorite. Uh, when push comes to shove, I think TCU's uh, slightly better. The Longhorns were supposed to be. They just couldn't take care of the business in the Big 12. But you know what? Don't you don't you have a lean to the Horn Frogs? I think they're slightly better than the Longhorns. You know. I would, but an interesting coaching matchup. Jamie Dixon versus uh, Shaka Smart here. And, you know, one thing with this, too, Jamie Dixon used to be here with Pitt at times, so he knows the NIT mm-hmm. well. One thing, True. trust me, they know, Shaka Smart knows he's under the gun here at Texas. You know, he makes a lot of money. He was brought over from VCU. The expectations were higher for this Texas Longhorn basketball program. I mean, they were better before he got there, really, essentially. And now they keep missing the tournament, so people are getting a little bit alarmed um, about uh, about this uh, about this program, which leads me to believe that they want it. Look, I, I was impressed, Cam. You know, I was on Colorado against Texas. Texas kicked the crap out of them. They sure did. They murdered you them. Know, they did. So I think Texas. This I know it's only the NIT, but it's a championship. It's a banner. I think I think Texas are going to beat TCU tomorrow. I think we're looking at a Texas-Wichita State uh, championship game on Thursday night. Good angle. And those are the angles that you have to look at at the NCAA tournament. Sometimes, you know what I mean? Who wants it more? What a, crazy things have happened. Look at the underdogs in the game, right? Gabe Auburn outright. Texas Tech outright. Michigan State outright. Dog, dog, dog. Um, I like your angle. I like your angle on this game because it's true. Once you've gone this far with Texas, there's no turning back now. Like, what a disappointment that would be. They finally, underachieving program, finally starting to play better. For them to lose to TCU, that'd be heartbreaking. Wow, you guys didn't even get it done in the NIT. As for TCU, you know, program, pretty good year. They had some injuries and stuff, but I say, you're right. When you break it down, the Longhorn program and legacy, it's more important. Also, a coach playing for his job, a team peaking, Texas might be the right side. I haven't pulled the trigger in this game. I'm going to look into it a little bit more, but I really, really like your angle there. Uh, they're going to be a very, very desperate team, and they've been playing great basketball lately. All right, NHL hockey. I see we've got a ton of games on the board here this evening. Washington at uh, at Florida uh, this evening. I guess Washington's still playing to try to lock up a home ice, but it's not like they're desperate or, or anything. But they have played well. You know, they're 6-3-1 in their last uh, 10 games. They go into Florida this evening. New York Rangers at the New Jersey Devils. Um, a, a local battle here between two fading teams. The Rangers have been in a free fall for the last couple of weeks. Rangers, yeah, they look good against Philadelphia their last game, but not playing great. The Devils, same type of thing. I really don't have an opinion of the game. I really like Mackenzie Blackwood, the goaltender for New Jersey. I think he's a good young player. Uh, he's going to be getting the start tonight against the King Henry Lundquist. I think that's a disadvantage to the Ra- uh, Rangers. I've, I really love the King, what he's done in his career, but Father Time has passed him by. He's not as good as Georgia, the young guy that they have with the Rangers. So uh, I'm going to pass on this game, Gabe, uh, and I don't have enough confidence in taking New Jersey, so pass. All right. So a game that we talked about uh, earlier, uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs and the New York Islanders. Now, this game was extremely heavily hyped a couple of weeks ago or a month ago, whenever the hell it was, when John Tavares uh, played against the Islanders in New York uh, for the first time. But well, here he is uh, back uh, once again. Uh, the New York Islanders um, clinched a playoff uh, berth after waiting for the fourth time in five games, a 5-1 win 
against uh, Buffalo. So as I stated, even though they're still playing for, for something right now, the Islanders, just the, the subconscious human nature of it, that they've already clinched a playoff spot, takes a little bit of the edge off. Tavares got 45 goals uh, right now. He might get to 50. You know we'd like to get a couple tonight. Man, the Islanders kicked the crap out of them. I think it's like 9-1 or something, Camera 11-1, right? Uh, yep, this year, the season. Game. Yep. Yeah, yep. it was it was pretty ugly. So, listen, the Leafs haven't been playing well though. The Islanders have. This is all. This is a big game for the Leafs in the sense that they're sort of getting run into the ground as of late. And the Islanders, okay, they beat them the first time. All right, in um, in in Toronto. Then you had that last game where it got pretty ugly and it was embarrassing. Right, it was embarrassing. The Islander fans were all over Tavares. You know, the Leafs showed nothing, no heart, and they got routed. You don't want to get routed again. They got to dig down deep and show something here, Cam, uh, the Leafs. I'm going to take them, but they better show something tonight. They better – you're right. They better show something. That game against Ottawa was pathetic. Sparks played. He blamed himself for some weak goals that he let in. It's not all his fault. It was a total team effort, but he was crap. This is a game you have to make a statement. The Islanders are already in the playoffs. Earlier in the show, you mentioned Barry Trotz needs healthy soldiers going into the playoffs. They're not a good enough team to beat anybody without their full roster. The Leafs, on the other hand, hey, Babcock, this is why we pay you the big money. Work it out. Get these guys fired up. This is a game that you need to win. You have to instill confidence. You are a better team. Go in there and win at a pick em. I'm on the Leafs tonight. It's not a heart bet, Gabe. It's it's actually the angle of I really like their situation in comparison to the Islanders who just want to get through the rest of the season. The Leafs need to do something. I'm on Toronto tonight. It will make the betting card. Tampa Bay, massive road favorites in Ottawa tonight. As uh, Tampa Bay are trying to set a modern uh, record for points in the season. I mean, they haven't let up, Cam, even though they've locked everything up. Minus 300 on the road. Minus 300 road favorites. Ottawa Senators plus 245 on home ice. Yeah, Victor Hedman out for Tampa Bay. I'm actually looking for a reason to take Ottawa. Uh, It's hard to find. It's one of those things you need a leap of faith. Sometimes betting an underdog could be stupid, though, right? Like Tampa Bay is a better team. But who knows? Ottawa's at home. The plus one and a half makes a lot of sense to plus money. But as I told you, Gabe, I'm a new person. Uh, starting last week, and I'm sticking to this formula. This has to be not just weekly, monthly thing. It has to be for the rest. Uh, there's no more going over to the store for accounts and stuff. We're building it and withdrawing, building it, withdrawing. I can't just be betting games for shits and giggles to watch them. No, pass. And I'm not laying Good it job. with Tampa. Uh, you've, been very, you've been very focused uh, as of late, uh, as focused as the St. Louis Blues. Still got the blues for you. Colorado, with a tough place to play, but you're getting 40 cents, Gabe. I don't know what to do. Uh, Colorado and St. Louis. I'll tell you what. Avalanche. Last week we were on Gavs in that Mm -hmm. desperate game they were in, and they won. But now they're on the road here. St. Louis Blues are 27-10-4 in the last 41 games. They've been crushing it. One of the best teams in the National Hockey League over the last half of this season. And they kind of fly under the radar, the Blues. They don't get a lot of respect. Um, Colorado, though, Colorado's been playing really well. But they're barely hanging on, fighting for their playoff life here. Big game here tonight. Yeah, Colorado's been a great dog. They're finding ways to play better defense on the road and get things done. Uh, 
Rantanen's still out. Uh, I think he's doubtful for Colorado tonight. If he was in the lineup, I'd even think about pulling the trigger more. I like Bennington, but St. Louis should be minus 160. I think Colorado has a punter's chance in this game. Lean to Colorado as a dog. Need to dig a little bit deeper. Very close to making the card, but uh, haven't taken it yet, Gabe. Uh, but I think they could beat St. Louis. Winnipeg's at Chicago uh, tonight. Winnipeg haven't been... They've been great. Winnipeg's been horrible. I'm wearing the jersey today, but you know what? It's they're the the Winnipeg Jets have been a train wreck. They had a lead against the Islanders. Islanders scored a goal to tie it up. They win in regulation. They've been horrible. Jets want to get through. Dustin Bufflin's back. They got to be healthy for a long playoff run. There's nothing but the conference finals or the Stanley Cup would be acceptable to the Winnipeg fan base. You know, they've been there before. Chicago, on the other hand, they're playing with house money, and it's also a weird line. It's only like 20 cents for the Jets. I, I think the Blackhawks can get it done at home tonight. It, it might make my card. I like Chicago, Gabe. The uh, Vegas Golden Knights, big favorites tonight. Minus 250 against the visiting Edmonton Oilers. Plus 207, total six and a half there. It's a pretty pretty chunky number for Vegas uh, tonight to be laying. Yeah, uh, Malcolm Subban is uh, going to be probably, I think he's probable, flurry doubtful tonight. The thing about Edmonton, Gabe, is though they suck, you know? Like, they had a home game against Anaheim when nothing to play, playing with house money, and they lose like 5 nothing. Like, this team is the biggest Jekyll and Hyde piece of crap, look good one night crap team, and that's the problem with Edmonton. Why don't they make the playoffs, Gabe? They're not professional. They're not consistent. One day they look good, they look bad for four. Then they'll show up and, like, you never know what you're going to get with these guys. And if you shut down Connor McDavid, you'll beat them. Pass. Calgary Flames at Los Angeles Kings. Last game on the board here tonight. Calgary Flames minus 111. L.A. Kings minus 109. Total of six there. Kings worth a look as a dog gave Calgary clinched top spot last night. Back-to-back for Calgary. Be very careful in this game. The Kings might be worth a look. The Royal Kings, the only game that catches my eye, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. The dogs are barking. Will the dogs be barking tonight on the Major League Baseball Diamond? We hope so because uh, we're playing a dog uh, or two actually uh, tonight, and we got a uh, we got a couple of favorites that turns out to be a plus money uh, parlay. We'll talk a little DFS uh, with uh, the Daily Roto crew in the six o'clock uh, hour. We've got uh, Major League Baseball, and in fact, I've got the Major League Baseball optimizer up and running. Uh, Cam here. I was thinking about playing a little. I haven't played DFS baseball yet this year. Yeah, me and Kurt, uh, we put lineups together on, on the weekend show. George is pretty, he's hardcore baseball guy. So, yeah, a little bit of optimizer, a little bit of Colonel Kurtz. And, uh, yeah, it's it's been fun, you know, where we put put the lineup together. I've only done it a couple times, Gabe, and you know it's shark-infested waters. It's going to be nice to talk to the Daily Roto guys because these guys have won a lot of money playing. Uh, baseball is one of the tougher ones to really rake in the cash. Well, I'll tell you what, um, there's a lot of Toronto Blue Jays tonight, actually, Cam, that uh, 
They're coming to play in the fantasy world. Looking like a Jay Stock uh, here tonight. Justin Smoke uh, is in play. Danny Jansen uh, is in Good play. Hell. Brandon Jury is in play. And yeah, I love Danny uh, great name, Billy McKinney. Oh, McKinney. <laughs> no, it's actually funny. Like, those are the guys. Yeah. I, and the thing is, you get the Jays against the Orioles tonight with the Hess Express. They've seen him before, Gabe, uh, him pitching to the AL East rival there. And, uh, yeah, these teams don't like each other. Toronto would love to kick the crap out of Baltimore tonight. Baltimore feeling good about themselves after taking two or three from the Yankees. I like the, where you're going with this Jays stack. I think they're going to get a lot of runs tonight. Crooked numbers, baby. Um, I talked about it earlier, and it's one thing, too. It's just for some reason, they're dominant. The Blue Jays always beat the Baltimore Orioles. But, you know, it's a new year right now. I get it. But they're 12-4 and four against them the last 16 times they played. If you look back, like over the last 100 games, it's been, it's been like a, a five- to seven-year type of deal where the Blue Jays just own these guys for one reason or another. But there's a difference. And this is what I like about, about DFS is a different option than just betting camp. You and I were talking about it. I don't trust the Jays laying that type of price. But at but, the same point in time, I don't mind rolling the dice on DraftKings. Little DFS stack uh, with exactly. the Toronto Blue Jays. All right, Cam will get us caught up to date, and we'll try to make you some money. Level three coming up.